0: Today's weather, it's going to be a high of 63 degrees, folks, and a low of 43. Summer's almost here. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Mornings with Ken, heard Monday through Friday at 5.45 a.m., and once in a while, there's a Saturday show. Hey, go get your cup of coffee, get your virtual donut. Let's sit down and chat for a while. Hey, are you happy? Most people are about as happy as they make their minds to be, said Abraham Lincoln. But are you happy? Can you make yourself happy? Was Abraham Lincoln correct? Most people are about as happy as they make their minds up to be. Is that true? Or are you just faking your way through it? Well, that's what we're gonna talk about today. So get comfortable, sit back before you go to work. You got to or take me with you to work. Get 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 me on your uh iPhone there, your smartphone. Hey, by the way, um if you want to listen to the show without any glitches, um, jump over to Spotify or I, I believe I'm an um A- Apple too. I'm on like twelve different streaming sources, but I'm finding that uh, even for myself, don't tell Anchor this. Don't tell the people at Anchor, but I get glitches when I... Because I'll I'll review the show before I post it just to make sure everything sounds decent. And I get a lot of glitches. But if you go over to Spotify or Apple, it, 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 it streams a lot better. But don't tell the anchor people that. But uh, Spotify streams it really without any glitches or um, interruptions. So anyway, anyway, uh, we're talking about happiness. So can you really choose happiness or are you faking it? Are you faking it till you make it? Well, I found this article on becoming a minimalist dot com becoming a mentalist dot com and it talks about um, 12 intentional actions to choose happiness you know I think there's a course there's a debate about uh, you know is it are you faking it basically is happiness really a choice and uh, I tend to I tend to side on that it, it, it is a choice and uh, you could, you can choose to d- you know do well and sit in your sorrow, but um, at some point, you got to choose to look on the bright side of life. Uh, you don't need me to sing, but So let's look at um, I'm not many sure how many ways there are they list, but at least at least we're going to look at least 12 ways to choose. Happiness. So, are you ready? You got your donut? You got your coffee? Put some cream in that coffee. You guys quit drinking your coffee black. Put some cream in it. It lives it up a little bit. So, hey, (laughs) 12 ways to choose happiness. Number one, count your blessings. Happy people choose to focus on the positive. Aspects of life, rather than the negative, they set their minds on um, reasons to be grateful. They express it when possible, and they are quickly and they quickly discover there is always, always something to be grateful for. And I got some good friends of mine, of of mine and Dixie's, that are really great at that. Um, Um, they're an older couple; they're like second parents. To Dixie and I, yeah, um, I'll mention them, Herman and Sue. They're they're literally like second parents to uh, Dixie and I. They're they're just wonderful, wonderful people, and I love being uh, being around them, because they're the type of people that if you're down, or you're feeling low, just being around them, they lift your spirits, just from them being themselves. They are really the most positive people that I've ever known. And, and and they're they're great because if they're around someone who says a negative comment or, or or heaven forbid a negative thing about somebody else, they're the first ones to chime in and turn that around to being kind and positive so shout out to Herman and Sue because they're the two of the most kindest people I know, and they choose to be happy um you know their lives you know, aren't always, uh, uh, ha- you know, happy, but they choose to be happy, I I believe. So, you know, count your blessings, count your blessings. You know, if, if, uh, hey, you, you, you lost your job, but for right now, you still got a roof over your head. You got a place to live. You got some food. Or, you know, hey, the car broke down. Well, guess what? Someone from work offered to come pick you up or whatever it is, find some type of happiness. Count your blessing. Count the things that you do have. Number two, carry a smile. A smile is a wonderful, beautiful thing. Studies indicate that making an emotional-filled face carries influence over the feeling. Well, I'm going to read that again. Making an emotional-filled face carries influence over the feelings processed by the brain. So you can kind of trick your brain. By smiling, you can kind of trick your brain. I think I talked about that once before in the show. So, So making a facial expression of happiness can override your brain functions, basically what they're saying. Um, Our facial expressions can influence our brain in just the same way our brains can influence our face. In other words, you can actually program yourself to experience happiness by choosing to smile. Not to mention all the pretty smiles you'll receive in return for flashing yours. It's guaranteed to increase your happiness level. Oh, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Hey guys, just real quick a little side note. And I'm not I don't want to criticize this writer. Cause I know I don't speak the best. I I don't pronunciate words properly and I don't necessarily um read fluently um, it's sometimes. But I've been noticing a trend when I look at some of the articles that I read. And their phrasing of sentence structure, it, it, it's it's so off sometimes. I look at it, it's like, whoa, if I would have wrote that in high school, I would have got a F. But hey, I'm sure this person is doing a great job. Um, number three, number three speak daily affirmations into your life affirmations are positive thoughts accompanied accompanied with affirmative beliefs and personal statements of truth they are recited in the first person present tense for example i am beautiful today i am loved by my family so it's i eyes affirmations use daily use daily can release stress build confidence and improve outlook for maximum effectiveness affirmations should be chosen carefully be based in truth address current needs here is a list of and I'll give you a link to list, to look at 100 daily affirmations so if you want to look at that go ahead and go to uh, be, um dot com. In the article, it's t- entitled 12 Intentional Actions to Choose Happiness Today. And go down to number three, and there's a link on there. You can look at 100 Daily Affirmations. Number four, wake up on your terms. Wake up on your terms. What does that mean? Most of us have alarm clocks programmed because of the expectations of others. A workplace a school, or walking a child, that's probably not going to change. But that doesn't mean we have to lose control over our mornings in the process. Wake up just a little bit early and establish in powerful, meaningful morning routines. Yeah, I I know people who actually are really good at that. And you could tell the difference in their life when they are planning their mornings, I still need to get better at that. Boy, do I need to get better at that! Yeah, so number four was called "Wake Up on Your Terms," basically set your morning agenda. That's really good. I really, I really like that one. I, I really need to work on that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do that. Number five, hold back a complaint. The next time you want to lash out in verbal complaint. Towards a person, a situation, or yourself, don't. Instead, hum- humbly keep it to yourself. You'll likely diffuse an unhealthy, unhappy environment. But more than that, you'll experience joy by choosing peace in a difficult situation. So withhold back on that complaint. Um, I've kind of tried to practice that. Um, it you know. It, it there's so many opportunities to complain, whether it's at the grocery store, waiting in line, or or, or someone's standing there, you you can't tell if they're in line, and they don't know if they're in line or not, they're thinking about getting in line, you know, whether it's in traffic or whatever. I was following a a car home from work uh, last night, and... I was wondering, was like, why is the traffic not moving? What is going on with this traffic? It, it was like last night for, uh, on the way home, it was evening for me where it didn't appear there would be any reason for the slow traffic in the right-hand lane. And, and, and I'm thinking, well, why is everybody, or why is this particular car, it looked like slowing everybody else down? So finally, the car's in front of me. They just went around the guy. And uh, sure enough, the driver was just poking along. There was no accident. His car didn't look like it was having any mechanical issues. But but he must have been going 10 miles underneath the, the speed limit. And, and I thought for a moment about, like, I even thought about getting angry. Like, I thought about, like, like yelling out even in my car, what are you doing? But instead I thought, you know what? I literally thought to myself, I had to calm myself down and say, you know what? God, I might've had a bad day. Um, you know, maybe they're going home to a stressful situation. They're, they're having a lot of thoughts in their minds and they don't know what to think about. So, yeah, I really had to stop and things like why am I in such a rush that I'm getting mad at someone who's driving a little bit careful? Yeah, they probably should be driving faster, but you know what? Maybe they had a hard day at work. Maybe they're just thinking, you know, and so I need to stop being, um you know, stop complaining. Number six, practice one life improving dis- discipline. Practice one life improving discipline. There is happiness and fulfillment and fulment, fulfillment to be found in personal growth. To know that you have intentionally devoted time and energy to personal improvement is one of the most satisfying feelings you can ever experience. Embrace and practice at least one act of self-discipline each day. This could be exercise, budgeting, guided learning, or whatever your life needs today. Continue growing find it, practice it, celebrate it. Oh man, this is a good article. I'm really enjoying this. That is so true. When I, I there was a certain thing that I was doing um and I was really being uh intentional and being disciplined about accomplishing it and I felt so good every day as I was accomplishing this goal. And when I stopped doing it, I I felt so down on myself, so depressed, just not happy with myself because um, I was doing so well disciplining myself in a certain area. So I need to go back to that for the certain discipline that I want to apply in my life. So, hey, let's take a quick break and when we come back, we'll continue with the rest of them.
1: <laughs>
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: Yesterday's weather, beautiful. Man, I was enjoying working yesterday. Um, my job requires me to be... It's. I spent a little bit of time outside. And it was so beautiful. It felt good to have to roll down the window. Oh, man, it felt... So er- early in, in the morning... Um, I got in my vehicle and, uh, proceeded to work and I realized I left the heat on from the previous day and I was like, oh my gosh, why is it so hot? And I looked over and the heat was barely on. It wasn't on full blast or anything, but the heat was on and I thought, oh my goodness. So it felt so good to turn that heat off. And then crank down that window, or actually crank. You don't crank down windows anymore, people. You push a button, but to push that button to lower the window and let that cool air in, especially since nowadays we have to wear a mask, it felt good to take the mask off and just breathe in that nice, fresh air. Oh, my goodness. It felt like, boy, see, sometimes you don't know what you got until it's gone. You know, we've we've been wearing masks for so long now. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm sure you have. All of us probably have. Even when you're in a store and you're you're wearing your mask in the store, but then when you come back out, the fabulous feeling of just taking that mask off and feeling that cool air into your lungs, um, I... You know, I, I've been t- doing pretty well about wearing the mask in the sense it hasn't been um, bothering me um, very much. But I would say the past month or so, I've been struggling wearing the mask. Um, I, I've been, you know, f- stepping out maybe from a store or whatever, and having to yank that mask off my face before gagging. I know it's probably a mental thing, but I feel like I'm suffocating and even now just thinking about it, I'm starting to, uh, I'm starting to feel like a little suffocated even thinking about wearing a mask, just the feeling of not getting enough oxygen in and uh boy, it felt so good just to, to rip off that mask in nice, nice weather, like, um, Boy, I know what, what was it yesterday? Did you get up to 60 degrees? So not that it was really, really summertime warm, but it was warm enough to crank the windows down a little bit and just breathe in that nice, cool air in in my lungs. Um, Dixie and I were out the other day, and we noticed we had our mask on. We were out in public in, in a in a store, and then we went to, I think we went to a couple different stores. And I think later we were having dinner or lunch or something. And Dixie mentioned that, she said, did you notice how many people we saw without wearing their masks today? And it was, it was shocking. I had to think about it. I was like, you know what, you're right. There's quite a few people inside the store, not even, not even outside, inside the store, who were not wearing their mask. And I, and I don't think it was like, you know, people who were being, trying to be rebels or anything. Um, I think it was just generally people who were like, hey, you know what? It's, it's getting, you know, really close to not being mandated anymore. And we just, we're just not going to do it. We're, we're, we're done. We're done. And and that's kind of the way I feel um, today. It's like, all right, we're done. I'm done. Um, I still will obey the rules. So I'm not going to be a rebel and cause any problems, but I, I'm going to obey the rules. Um, but it's going to feel good when we finally get to take these masks off. And uh, boy, am I looking forward to that. Being able to breathe. Ah, that's going to feel good. That is going to feel just wonderful. And hopefully it ends soon, guys. I, I, it seems like it's just right around the corner. And I hope... I, I, I hope soon, the, at least our governor in Ohio, um, <laughs> lets us out of this mandate as quick as possible because I think I'm going to break down if he doesn't because it's just, it's just for me, it's just, I, I can't even describe it, just a suffocation feeling and I'm done, I'm done. I might just have to rebel and just be, hey, I'm done, I'm done with it. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. And you know what? It's funny because if maybe just say, say for example, you met some new people at work, maybe they just started or, or you're new at that, at that work or maybe in your church or whatever community group you belong to in society or whatever. And maybe you, you haven't seen the person since mass began. You haven't really seen their face. And it's kind of funny, like, to see them, like, if, if you saw them take off your mask, it's almost like, oh, so that's what you look like. Oh, and sometimes you want to say, oh, put the mask back on. Please put the mask. No, I'm just kidding, folks. I'm just kidding. But it is strange to see um, someone without their mask, if you've only saw them with their mask. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Um, I'm thinking of a certain person right now, but, uh, none of you guys, none of my listeners, but, oh, listen to me ram rambling on here. Hey, I'm sorry. Let let me take another uh, quick break. Um, you know, this is kind of a live show guys, so things happen, but let me take another quick break. And I promise when we come back on the other side, I'll finish. The 12 Ways to be Intentionally Happy. Be right back.
1: an earring has been lost. It looks exactly like this. In fact, this is it. I've been sitting right here since seven o'clock. Yes, but you back to me. When I invite a woman to dinner, I expect her to look at my face. That's the price she has to pay. What experience have you had in a department store? I was a shoplifter for three years.
0: Number seven, use your strength. Yes, I promise this time we'll finish him up. Number seven, use your strength. Each of us has natural talents and strengths. And, abilities. and when we use them effectively, we feel alive and comfortable in our skin. They help us find joy in our being and happiness in our design. So embrace your strength and choose to operate within your giftedness each day. If you need to find this outlet outside of your employment, by all means, find your outlet. So use your strength. Or something you enjoy doing and find an outlet to allow yourself to be happy. That's a good one. That's a good one. We all need something we can do. For me, it's this podcast, to be honest with you guys. You know, I'm not doing this podcast to become the next Rush Limbaugh or or become the next Bill Gates. (laughs) Um. No, I'm doing this podcast because I enjoy it. And if I only ever had one listener, which I have 2.7 million, but if I only... <laughs> just kidding, folks. But um, I would do this podcast just for me if I had to because it's fun. It's fun. It, it's it, it's a hobby. It's something to enjoy. Maybe it doesn't put a smile on your face, but sometimes it puts a smile on my face. So I'm using what I got and uh, becoming happy about it. Number eight, accomplish one important task. Because happy people choose happiness, take control over their lives. They don't make decisions based on a need to pursue joy. Instead, they operate out of the satisfaction that they have already chosen. They realize there are demands on their time, helpful pursuits to accomplish, and important contributions to make to the world around them. Choose one important task that you have accomplished each day and find joy in your contribution. That's very cool. What's one thing you can do to, I mean, to accomplish something? What is that thing? How are you going to make your day better or someone else's day better by accomplishing, accomplishing something? What are you going to contribute to the world around you? And it could be something very, very small. We're not talking about solving world hunger. We're just talking about you know, solving the homeless guy on the street, giving him, giving him a bottle of water that's a that's something you accomplished for today or anything. You know, you don't have to save the world. You don't, you know. We're not superheroes. But anything you can accomplish, to maybe to bring joy to yourself, joy to others. Moving on. Number 9. Eat a healthy snack. We are spiritual, emotional, and mental, but we also have a physical body. Our lives cannot be wholly separated into parts. As a result, one aspect always influences the other. For example, our physical bodies will always have impact over our spiritual and emotional well-being. Therefore, caring for our... I don't know that I agree with that, by the way, but just let's just move on. Therefore, caring for our physical well-being can have a significant benefit for our emotional standing. One simple action to choose happiness today is to eat healthy foods your physical body will thank you and so will your emotional well-being so eat a healthy snack man when i am grabbing for that snickers bar i should be grabbing for a carrot i i know i know better but i'm not i'm not saying i got this all down because chances are i'll still grab that snickers bar no, you know what? I, I don't know. I've, I've been loving me some vegetables lately, so... Um, let's see. Let's move on. Number ten. Treat others well. Every, everyone wants to be treated kindly. But more than that, deep down, we also want to treat others with the same respect that we would like given to us. Treat everyone you meet with kindness, patience, and grace. The golden rule is a powerful standard it benefits the receiver, but also brings growing satisfaction in yourself as you seek to treat others as you would like to be treated. Yeah, that's a, that's a sign of a happy person living a happy life. Treating others well. Because I think those who don't treat others well are a are, are miserable person. They're miserable, so they want you to be miserable with them. And uh, I I really believe that. So treat others well. All right. Number 11. Meditate. Find time alone in solitude. As our world increases in speed and noise, the ability to withdraw becomes even more essential. Studies confirm the importance and life-giving benefits of meditation. So take time and make time use meditation to search inward connect spiritually improve your happiness today now if you say the word meditation there's people have different definitions of of that or what it looks like some think of like uh you know uh i don't know what is it transcendental meditation or yoga or getting in the lotus position is that what i think about the lotus position and, uh, you know, focusing on, I don't know, whatever, but really meditation is just taking time to clear your mind, um, uh, of the thoughts of the day or, or just relaxing your mind, being calm, or actually it could be just reading and concentrating on a phrase or a scripture verse, and just meditate. Don't think about work. Don't think about where you got to take the kids to or anything like that. Think of almost, I want to say nothingness, or think of a positive phrase. Relax. Don't think of anything stressful. So, all right, number, number 12 search for benefit in your pain search for benefit in your pain this life can be difficult nobody ex- escapes without pain at some point in some way we are all we all encounter it when you do remind yourself again that trials may be difficult but they will pass and search deep to find meaning in the pain choose not to look for the benefits that can be found, choose to look for benefits that can be found in your trial at the very least, perseverance is being built, and most likely an ability, an ability to comfort others in their pain will also be developed Oh, so that's a good article once again, this article was called is coming from um, the website uh, becoming a 12 Intentional Actions to Choose Happiness Today. Written by Joshua Becker. I should give him credit. Joshua Becker. And uh, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good article. And uh, I really do. And I I like the last one there where it talked about um, while you're going through um, rough patches or daily stress and all that finding joy and moments of happiness in it. Don't get so excited to get through the pain. It's like riding a wave, riding the surf, you know, riding a wave. Go with it. Don't try to hurry up and get through the troubled times. Take it in for a moment. Take that troubled time in for a moment and ride it out. Don't be in a rush to get to the beach, to the shore. Ride that wave as long as you can and, and learn from it. Learn something. You, you really will learn something in your trials. There's a biblical, um, there's a biblical case um, for that too. It's not only some pseudoscience psychology, but there's a biblical aspect that, to that, too, about in your trials, you know, find joy and, uh, in your temptations and trials. As you're going through it, learn from it. And don't be in a hurry to get out of it. You know, learn from it. Things will get better. But in the meantime, if you can't change it, go for the ride. Go for the ride. Hey, that's really all I got today, and um, I'm glad you stopped by. As always, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I'm still hearing some great comments from uh, all you guys out there. Some of you guys never miss a show. You've told me that, that you never miss a show, and, and I thank you for that because I know your time is valuable. And to think that some of you out there would take time out of your day to take mornings with Ken with you to work, or on your jog, or wherever. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me, and uh, I hope this show is beneficial to you. I hope it's encouraging. I, I want Mornings with Ken to be encouraging. Once in a while, we may talk about some stressful stressful things in life, but for the most part, I want it to be um, positive. Oh, wait, I got. do have one more thing. So, an update, update on dad. I, I need to get like a, some bumper music to bring up the subject of uh, uh, most of you know, out there, if you listen to the mornings with Ken for any length of time, you know, um, uh, my dad has dementia. Um, my mom and dad live with us and, and uh, I'm happy to have them here. And I love my mom and dad. But I, I, I got to have fun with my, with my dad sometimes because if I don't, it'll drive me insane. It'll drive me crazy. So uh, my dad, you know, of course, he has dementia. So one of his problems is he always thinks he has to have some type of a glass of liquid in his hand and maybe a snack, some cookies. He loves his cookies. And I, I know he can't help it because he kind of forgets that he already had a snack. Or he just ate dinner. He literally forgets that he ate. So we we try to monitor that and 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 try to really, you know, be kind and gentle, remind him that he doesn't need the cup of coffee, he doesn't need the milk, he does, you know. So we try to be as kind as possible. Sometimes it could be very irritating, and if you have a parent or loved one that suffers from Alzheimer's or dementia, you'll understand this. But so. My dad has this thing that if we're all sitting in the living room, sometimes he'll go to the kitchen, even though he's already had his evening snack or drink, and come back with a glass of milk and maybe a couple cookies or something. And, and my mom gets so upset, she, she kind of yells at him and says, she calls him dad, or she says, Dad, you, you just had your glass of milk and a couple cookies. Now you went back there and got more. You need to stop that. And, uh, she gets kind of irritated, but you know, I kind of just overlook it. And sometimes I'll, I'll talk to him about it or I'll, I'll correct it or whatever. But, um, the other day, well, this happens more than what it happens all the time. But, um, so my dad has a habit of doing that, leaving the room, coming back with snacks. So the, the one day my dad was getting, getting ready to get up off the chair and we all knew he was going to go to the kitchen and come back with something uh, some milk or coffee or cookies or a pop tart or whatever and, and my mom started to say something and i would happen to be sitting next to her and i tapped her go i said it real quietly shh mom don't say nothing cuz now it's kind of become a game to me let him go let dad go to the kitchen and get whatever he wants and then while he's gone, let's let's kind of bet each other of what he comes back with. Like, do you think he's going to come back with coffee? Or do you think he, do you think he's going to come back with milk or water, or pop, or, or now is he going to make a a jelly butter sandwich because he loves his bread with butter and jelly on it, not peanut butter, butter and jelly. So I said, Mom, let's let's just. Let's make a game out of this. I think it's kind of funny. So, you know, if you think he's coming back with uh, milk and cookies, I'm going to say he's coming back in with uh, coffee and a Pop-Tart. Now, let's see who's right. And Mom says, no, I don't want to play that game. I go, no, Mom, we have, to make, we have to make light of this as much as we can because, uh, you know, we, you got you to gotta go with it sometimes. Sometimes you got to make it a little bit fun. Um, he can't help it. You know, he has dementia. He, he forgets these things. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, I don't know who won that night, but, uh, Hey, when things are, things are bad and things aren't good like that for my dad, you know, living with a parent who has dementia, it's, it's a trial, but you know what? Sometimes you got to make the best of it. So, Hey, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I love you guys. Bye-bye.